listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the Sports Pharmacy Podcast. My name is Dr. H and I am your host. I am a wellness pharmacist, pharmacy owner, and certified sports nutritionist. Join me while we discuss a wide range of topics ranging from health and wellness, sports, and even some small business secrets. Feel free to join our Discord for more interactions with me and other fellow listeners. Now let's get into the show. Sports pharmacy fans, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you're listening to, glad to have you here with me. I have with me Kevin Young. He's in charge of Facet Athlete. And Kevin, first off, how are you, bro? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing today, H? Good, man. Good. We've had many conversations via phone, email, and this is our first time being face-to-face, man. So I'm really pumped to see you. Yeah, dude. Yeah, love love what you do. Thanks for having me on, man. Of course, man. So we're going to get into a little bit about uh, Kevin, his journey around how he started Facet Athlete. He's going to talk about his past. His, he's a great Instagram follow. We'll talk about the product near the end, and we can go through whatever studies you want to talk about, man. And we got to have some sports talk eventually. Is that cool? I'm all about it. All right, buddy. Kevin, tell us a little about yourself, man, and how you came uh, to start Facet Athlete. This project with Facet Athletes, it's been going on for about two years now, but it feels like something that I've been working on uh, almost my whole life. I always took supplements growing up. I probably took my first scoop of protein when I was 15 years old, going to the gym, (laughs) trying to put on some weight or whatever. And now at 36 years old, I feel like I've gone through multiple rounds of different products and honed in the things that I feel are effective. And in my previous career, I used to be a catastrophe adjuster, which is basically the guys that go in and assess damage anytime there's large fires or floods or hurricanes. Anytime you turn on the news and you see some chaos, Mm-hmm. The catastrophe adjusters like me are the guys <laughs> deploying out there to take a look at it. So when I was working that job, it's a very demanding job. You're working 80 to 100 hours a week. You're outside in the field 8 to 10 hours a day. And then you come back and you work on the computer the rest of the day. And I really was struggling with just keeping keeping up. Every day I needed physical strength because I had to be out there climbing on buildings. And then at the end of the day, I wake up at 6 a.m. and I would work till 7 or 8 p.m. And then I get back and I got to do computer work till about midnight. Mm -hmm. And it's, man, it's full throttle every day, seven days a week, birthdays, holidays, your anniversary, whatever. When a big event happens like that, you just go and that's all you do. You just work as hard as you can work. And that being the case, I was drinking like four or five Red Bulls a day, three cups of coffee in the morning. And I was just like, I'm just on this try to keep up, pump as much caffeine through me as possible so I can do my job. And I knew there had to be a better way. And so I just started experimenting with different things, different pre-workouts, different nootropics. And I found some that work and some that didn't work. And then eventually I narrowed it down to three or four that I felt were undeniable and my performance just went through the roof and people Mm -hmm. couldn't keep up. Yeah. So I developed this formula as I was a catastrophe adjuster, just out of necessity. So Mm -hmm. I could do what I needed to do. And then once I got off the road and came back here to Austin, I really started focusing on this project and launched in November. And now we're here and people, luckily 
what I thought worked for me actually works for other people too. So. It really does. It, it, I'm I'm rocking your T-shirt for a reason, man. I've I know you sent it to me, and I was like, I gotta wear it. Make sure he sees it. I do wow. wear it sometimes. <laughs> I have patients that love your samples too, man. Like I have lots of both from the the high school age all the way down to the retired patients that that really want to take their both their workout and their life to a next level and. One of my favorite portions of Facet Athlete is, is the lines main that's involved in there. And I've, I've always been, and people on here have, have heard me talk about lines main in the past. It's a nootropic, comes from a mushroom that's available in the earth, um, which was one thing that I appreciate. Now, transitioning from working as a catastrophe insurance adjuster to becoming, starting your own company and developing your own product, what was that like in between there, man? Like, how was it that you came to find somebody to make this for you? What was that process like? Anybody that started a company, there's a lot of mistakes that Always. get made along the way. Always. And there's, there's a lot of humble pie that gets mm -hmm. eaten. And I want to say I was lucky in some aspects and not lucky in other aspects. In my previous career, I was very successful there. And so I was able to gather enough capital to launch this off my own without bringing outside investors in. Mm -hmm. So that's good. That means I had like speed, efficiency, and I can move quickly on decisions. But I also probably pulled the trigger on things I shouldn't have pulled the trigger. Always made, happens. Made dumb mistakes <laughs> that guys that are like black belts in the business dojo would have been like, hey, Kev, that's not a good that's idea. That's not it. <laughs> um, Many times. I have a business partner and I still made the same mistakes, man. These things happen. Yeah. And this is not my first business to start. I got a couple of failures and graveyard <laughs> skeletons back here, which I feel like anybody who has a successful company, yeah, they got a couple of times they've struck an out. Uh, so going from the catastrophe thing to this was actually a, kind of a difficult deal because I think a lot of young guys that are on the come up, maybe they're in their mid twenties and they hadn't quite become an expert at something and they hadn't achieved what most people would call success. Whether you mm -hmm. measure that financially or how high you are in your company, a lot of guys hadn't got that when they're early in their twenties. For me, I was there. Like I was, I was a black belt at this previous career. I was really good at it. And to walk away from something like that, that you get paid really well mm -hmm. and you're an expert in and go start back down at zero. From nothing. Yep. From nothing. As a yeah. white belt is, I don't know what's hard. I don't know what's harder. I grew up in poverty on welfare and stuff. We didn't have a whole lot. So when I was grinding to become a catastrophe adjuster, it was like, I was already at the bottom. And so I was like, I'm only going this way. Yeah. But then once you have success and you have to leave that to go start something that you're passionate about, it's, man, it's a whole nother challenge. And I was running my adjuster consulting business here in Austin and trying to do the fasted athlete company launch at the same time. And I mm -hmm. just found that it, it was too much work and it was too much distractions and so in November, it was basically November of last year, I basically said, hey, we're going to burn the boats and I'm going all in on it's time this. to fly. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm going to drink out the fire hose. I don't care what it takes. <laughs> people I, need I, that I, attitude, man. Some people need that kick in, in the butt. And I know you mentioned you were 36 and I'm also 36. And I, I went through a very similar transition when I was with a, a large, we'll say pharmacy corporation. I worked for them as a pharmacist, became a district manager. So I was, I was 27 in charge of 20 stores and, you know, being that young and having that, that much power was nice, but I just realized that it just wasn't for me. And similar to you, I just, I just jumped shit, man. I just said, I'm out. I'm going to go buy this pharmacy and 
figure it out from there. And I didn't pay myself for six months, man. Six months, yep. my wife was carrying me with her salary, which was great. But yeah, man, that, your story resonates for a lot of people that, that really want to jump ship and start their own thing. Yeah. And I love talking to guys like you that have been through the battle because straight up yet, yeah, you don't pay yourself a lot. You pay yourself zero or nothing companies and looking at you now, you have success and you got a great store and you guys are flying and that's amazing. Yeah, we're trying, man. And people probably look at it and they're like, oh, dude, that makes sense. Yeah. But in the beginning, people are probably like, dude, di didn't you have a really stable thing back then? Very stable. Very stable. Yeah. They took care of me both financially, my wife, everything. So it's to lose that, not lose it, quit it, basically, it was a big transition. And I, and you went through it similarly. And especially, I think when you cut ties, like you mentioned in November, that's a, a, an awakening for you. Yeah, it is. And luckily, I have a similar support system as you. My fiance mm -hmm. is behind me 100%. And she knows the product. She understands this company and what we're about. Nice. She's, hey, I'm on board with this. Amazing. We got we to go get it. And man, I, I have a lot of, I have a different, I have several different groups of friends here in Austin. I got some young guys that I hang out with that are in their 20s. And then I got this whole other group that's like CEO guys that are like nice. between the ages of 55 and 65. And my young guys, I tell them this lesson that mean now. And I'm like, man, I know you, you want to go date a bunch of girls and meet all these people. But if you find a solid partner that can support you when you go on a mission like this, it's game changer. It, yeah. It's total game changer. You can't even yep. put a value on it. Yep. Um, and shout out to my wife, John, you beautiful woman. I know you don't listen, but shout out to you. But yeah, man, it's, it's, it really is. That support system is really important. So let's, so you mentioned the product and I really want to get into it because I, I feel like people really need to know about this because a it's wonderful. I can attest to you that I take it along with my morning pre-workout. Like today, I took it right before the gym. It's wonderful, man. And you guys have great reviews on Amazon. Tell us about your product. Yes, yeah, Fast Athlete just has one product right now. It's called Lift. And we call it a daily energy supplement. Essentially, what we did was we bridged the gap between your nootropic that you would take for work and your pre-workout that you would take before you go to the gym. I'm the guy that values simplicity. I don't want to call myself a minimalist, but I would just rather take a little bit less. And usually when I go to buy a supplement, the first thing I do is I, I turn the turn around and I read the label. Yep. And really complicated supplements, there's advantages and disadvantages. I think when you have a ton of ingredients, you might get a weird feeling here and there. And you're like, mm, I don't know if I agree with the ashwagandha in here or is it mm -hmm. the barley grass extract? So for me, I was like, you know what? There's a few things that make a lot of sense. Number one is the lion's mane mushroom. That one for me is, has been the most powerful nootropic. And I've experimented with all of them. And I feel like I have a pretty good level of like body awareness. And I'm, mm -hmm. very, I'm very for real about how I feel every day. And if mm -hmm. I take something that somebody's, hey, this is supposed to make you feel better. And it doesn't, I just cut it out. And so lion's mane for me has been a game changer as far as focus goes. And especially mm -hmm. once I started taking lion's mane mushroom extract, mm -hmm. because just the ground up powder is good, but the extract just, it just hits so much faster. It's so much cleaner. It, I think it's next level. So we put the lion's mane mushroom in there. Then we also put in what's called dicaffeine malate, mm -hmm. which is a time release caffeine. And which was new to me, by the way. It was new to me yeah. until I was, I was like, years ago. Huh. 
Yeah, and I, I didn't know what that was a few years ago. And then I bought a product off Amazon that had some of it in there and it was a low dose of caffeine. And I started experimenting with it and I'm like, this is amazing. And once I paired it with our formula, it's there's no jitters, there's no quick spike up. It's yep. literally, I tell people, they're like, how does it feel? I'm like, it's it's like you start a train and, mm-hmm. and it's just, that locomotive just goes. And it's going. All day until yep. the end of the day. And then you sleep like a champ and- Normally, I would hit like an afternoon dip in energy at about two o'clock, three o'clock. And mm-hmm. that dicaffeine malate just eliminated that and just keeps me going all day. Yeah, I definitely know, could tell a difference. I was in pharmacy school. I Obviously, we had to stay awake a lot and take a lot of tests. And mm-hmm. I became a caffeine addict really fast. Made my wife into a caffeine addict too when we were first dating too. Yeah, I, I really didn't know much about it, man. And, it's, and, it, and you're right. It works. Like I don't, I'm not drinking my coffee in the morning. Like I feel like I need, I would need one, but I feel great. It, it works really well. And it, it's a great balance. It's a great balancer. Whether you're on the, the side of the scale where you drink six cups of coffee a day, like I got some buddies who did, mm-hmm. or you're caffeine sensitive. I've introduced this product to people at both ends of that scale mm-hmm. and they all love it. And the guys that are caffeine sensitive, they're like, man, I can't drink coffee, but I'll give it a shot. And it's so smooth and it's such a low dose that that it agrees with them and they love it and they like having that little boost. And then probably the more crazier story is the guys that that were drinking four, five, six cups of coffee now are drinking less. And I told them, I said, hey, there's studies behind this dicaffeine malate that shows it actually lowers your caffeine tolerance. And so you're going to find you drink less caffeine. (laughs) And Hey man, I'm not anti-coffee. I, I like to have one Same. really good cup of black coffee every day. It's that's just my jam. But I don't want to have two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. And everybody I know that's been on this lift supplement for over a couple of weeks, their caffeine tolerance has dropped and they went from drinking three or four cups to one cup, which wow. is fantastic. That's fantastic. And there are obviously benefits to to also we'll call it safe use of caffeine versus like you said, I don't want to call it abusing, but technically you are abusing caffeine to maintain your energy. So just constant amount of caffeine going through your body every single day, the amount that you're taking, even five to six cups, like if each cup has a hundred milligrams, you're taking five, that's 500 milligrams of caffeine that you're getting. And that's enough to cause heart problems. That's cause to cause focus problems in the future. And you become reliant on it. It's one, one of the most addictive substances that's known to man is caffeine. Yeah. It's the most successful drug of all time, right? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So the, you got lion's mane, you got the dicaffeine malate. There was one more, right? Creatine. Creatine, that's right. And man, creatine, as I think is probably the most misunderstood and proven supplement out there. There's been more studies with creatine mono, monohydrate than almost anything out there. And hands down, it's the best athletic performance supplement that I think is yep. good for your both short-term benefit and investing in your long-term health. Yep. Because that's that was the thing that I was thinking about when I was coming up with this formula is I don't want to cut any corners and just get performance today. I need to invest in my health. So when I'm 55, 65, I'm going to be able to, you know, play baseball with my kids and hang out. Mm-hmm. I do sports, that kind of thing. Calf, I'm uh, sorry, the creatine is, a, it's just so undeniable. If you look at the studies on how good mm-hmm. it is for mm-hmm. athletic performance, and now they're going even further into the nootropic side of creatine. And for anybody who doesn't understand creatine, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, but essentially it's increasing the ATP production at a cellular level. So that's a different kind of energy than caffeine. 
caffeine's mm-hmm. is kind of like a head thing. Creatine's more like a body energy, and you can feel it, especially if you've never taken creatine in the past, and you take a little bit in the morning. You just I don't know why it just feels like all your cells are firing and you're yeah. just like everything's crazy. awake. Yeah. Yeah. You, the main difference is coming from me. Caffeine works in the central nervous system, right? It helps boost your central nervous system. Creatine specifically works in the muscle fibers. So whenever you have that ATP that you're trying to fire up, that's why you're feeling it through your entire body. And just, I just randomly just Googled and here on, on Cleveland clinic, it says the people who work out regularly, studies show that taking creatine supplements may improve their ex- exercise performance help their recovery, which is huge, increase their muscle mass. They're trying to get jacked like you and me, Kevin, prevent severe muscle injuries, which is me as my, as a pharmacist is one thing that I focus on in my sports nutrition is just preventing injury. And lastly, it helps athletes tolerate more intense activities. So having it in your pre-workout or having it in your supplement, like you mentioned, it, it helps take your workout to a next level. And I can definitely tell a difference. Me being 36, I, I played college soccer. I, I played soccer when I was younger got really heavy. Like I was up to 270 pounds at my heaviest. Thank, thank you. Uh, shout out to my old job and losing all the weight and stuff, man. All these good supplements was what really helped me do it. I was a diabetic, man. Like I had the full on oh, wow. diabetes. Yeah. And lost enough weight that I'm off all my medications. So like, we're good. Let's now. Go. It's, yeah. So it's something easy like that, man. And yeah. So creatine, I, I love creatine in safe amounts. Make sure you check with your doctor, check with your pharmacist. Oh, I agree 100%. I think most creatine supplements out there have too high of a dose, Way especially the ones the ones I want the loading phase. They're like, yeah. hey, take 20 grams a day for five days. I'm like, that's insane, that's especially <laughs> if you've never taken it before. Yeah. It, I'm going to be honest. If you take a huge dose of creatine and you've never had it before, you're going to have some digestion yep. issues. You will have problems. Up. For sure. And so – as I was developing Lyft, I was having people sample it, and I found that a lower, moderate dose of creatine, like between one and two grams, especially in the morning on an empty stomach, totally fine. Everybody tolerates it really well, and everybody gets all the performance, and none of the bloating or the, the weird water weight or none of that. So. We're the only creatine supplement that I've seen out there that is lower dose and effective and tolerated by everybody. Um, and I don't know why all these other guys are sticking with these higher doses. I can tell you why. Why is that? They, they want, no, because they really want their people to use it to feel something. And the way they make sure they do that is just to load you up with it, right? Like it's anytime you have anything, you want to feel something, some sort of difference on the first take. And a lot of times with supplements, and I'll say this about yours, I'll say this about anybody, is that it's got to be a sustained daily thing for your body to get the most from it. That goes with, like, we had an episode before talking about our seven unknown vitamins to everyone that should everyone take daily. It takes a while. It's not something that just happens just randomly. It's something that you have to work on. And a lot of these companies, they just, they want to load you up on it because they want you to come back and say, oh, I felt a difference, but I'm not anymore. So do I need more? That's the society we're in. A hundred percent. And, and you know, cause you've taken creatine in the past, it's a slow build. Mm-hmm. You'll feel it on day one, especially if you've never had it, mm-hmm. but then you'll just over the next week or two, you're just going to the gym. You're like, man, I got an extra 15% of power. And mm-hmm. like, I, mm-hmm. I can do extra pull-ups today and it just builds. And then eventually you get to a spot where you're like, I'm better Good. than I've ever been. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I can tell you now, man, at 36, I feel better than I have since I would say towards my like mid to late twenties, man. It's a big difference yeah. for sure. Love it. Getting um, older and stronger. You still got a couple of grays. I'm still kicking though, man. 36. We're both 30. You're a little bit better looking at 36 than me, but that's okay. I'll let you have it. 
I mean, it's just the camera and the lighting. It I is, got, of I got stars and all kinds <laughs> of stuff. But the other thing I'll say about what we did with this product and what I'm very surprised and happy to hear is that I'm an athlete. I do all kinds of surfing and snowboarding and, and different sports. We're going to talk um, about that in a second, but yeah. Yeah. So I made it for me so I could perform athletically and I could have plenty of focus at work. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm pretty in tune with my body. And so my body responds really well to it. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to put this out in the world and see what happens. And I started getting some amazing stories from people that are like my sister, for example, she's a 40 year old uh, teacher out of Lubbock, Texas, and she's been overweight for, I don't know, 10 years. And she started taking this supplement. She's like, hey, Kevin, I'll try your supplement. But to be honest, supplements don't work for me. And I'm like, that's okay. Just give it a shot. Have an open mind. Mm-hmm. She took it. And after five weeks of taking lift, she dropped 12 pounds and was wow. getting back in shape. And, it, and it's not because it's a weight loss thing. It's just that little bit of energy and that little bit of spark after work. You're like, you know what? I'll go to the gym today. And when you have like mental energy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you don't mm-hmm. make these lazy decisions like, oh, let's just go get water burger for us and the kids. Instead, oh, like that sounds good. You're gonna eat some meat and vegetables and whatever yeah. you consider healthy. You're gonna do some cooking in your kitchen. And so it's it's been this weird, like positive catalyst to get people to start making healthy choices, which has mm-hmm. led people like my sister to lose a ton of weight and get back in shape. And it's the people that are not in great shape or haven't experienced creatine and nootropics in the past are making like huge positive gains. And I'm so fired up about it. Yeah. I I love how motivated you are to help people, man. And that's probably part of what drew me to you is that I can tell just from, we're talking about your Instagram a little bit, because I think it's important because the, a lot of the information you give on there is stuff that I can tell that you do and that you want to give that good information to people on a social network that people have access to. And so you're not gatekeeping this information. You're willing to teach them the cool things. So at the Kevin C. Young, I love your Instagram, bro. I, uh-huh. it's, I, get, I check your stories and I was like, oh, this is guy's great. It's fun to watch him. Hey, man, I just like to make jokes and I don't take myself super serious. And yeah, I, I try to give people some tips and some motivation. And, and I'm not somebody who's pushing an extreme workout or diet. I'm like, you only eat this way or you have to work oh, out Those are the worst. seven times a week and you got to run 13 miles in the morning before your job. <laughs> Dude, I'm about moderation. You know what? And I think a lot of people can get there through a little bit of supplementation, some supplementation and some consistency. And mm-hmm. so that's what I, that's what I put out there. And then I also just show people that I'm like a dork. Not cool. <laughs> a lot of jokes. This guy, bro. This guy. I'm, I'm looking. The, the seventh picture down is just a picture with just your abs. I'm like, bro, what am I? How am I supposed to compete with this guy, man? I don't know, man. I just the, the other thing that I can attribute that to is the fasting, and that's why it's called fasted athlete. Is because I wanted to subtly put this idea of intermittent fasting out there into the world, and mm-hmm. we don't want to push it. We don't want people to say. We don't want to tell people this is the right. only way. Mm-hmm. But I can say for most of my male friends between the ages of 25 and 65, just going 14, 16 hours without a meal every now and then, you don't have mm-hmm. to do it every day. No, it's will, not. Yeah. It, it will trigger your body to burn fat for fuel. That's yep. just a fact. Like, that's it. That's, that's an actual medically proven, intermittent fasting is medically proven to help with obesity. A, a huge thing with, and, yeah. and it's the only diet that is without a doubt 
investing in your longevity. When you get into that 14, 16, 18 hour phase of fasting, now you're going into that cellular autophagy where your cells are getting rid of the ones that can't be repaired and repairing the ones that can be repaired. And mm -hmm. man, if you want to crush now and you want to crush later, like just read up on it. If you're a yep. guy now, I know yep. girls, it's a whole different thing. It, yep. it may not be the best choice for all girls. I always suggest them to read up on it, but if you're a dude, I'm pretty strong. Hey, Let's experiment with turning yeah. this machine on because <laughs> it, it's built into our system. Fat mm -hmm. stores are just energy that we're ready to burn and, Back in the day, I hate to go with this ancestral argument. Back in the day, we didn't have refrigerators. And nope. those dudes were out on hunts for, for probably two, three yeah. days at a time without food. Yeah. And yeah. a hungry it's, lion is a, is a strong lion. And, that's true. Uh, so it's very true. I, I tell people, like, I, I tell them max 18 hours. Obviously, you always want to consult with your provider to make sure it's safe for you. For, but for a lot of people, especially diabetics, man, intermittent fasting is huge. Cuts down on your glucose right. intake, cuts down on your carbon intake, don't eat as much medication, cut out that middle insulin dosage that you probably don't need, just cut that out completely and it mm -hmm. saves you money, man. That's what it's, all it does. But the other side is just making sure you're eating the right things in between fasting. That's what you can't just eat whatever you want, like the Whataburger meal as, as, as soon as you're done fasting. But yeah, I try to do, out of every month, I'll probably do a week or two of intermittent fasting. That's what helps me. And I have the, sh the shred zone and then there's the, I'm going to enjoy myself zone kind of thing. And I've always said rule, 80% 80, 80 good, 20% bad. That's the rule for us, man. 100%, dude. Yeah. You okay? <laughs> People get surprised. They'll see me on the pickleball court drinking a beer, and they're like, dude, you, Are you allowed? Hey, hold on. <laughs> drink a beer? I'm like, yeah, man, I'll drink a beer every now and then. Hey, I'm going to have a good time. Okay? Of course. Yeah, of course. Um, you got to, and Austin is, you know. Hey, whatever your cup of tea is. But, the, yeah. man, the other thing I'll say about fasting is – I've been doing it for about 10 years now, and mm -hmm. I probably do six to seven days a week, roughly. Let's just call it six, doing 14 mm -hmm. to 18 hours. Sometimes I'll hit the gym fasted. It, it no longer takes willpower on my part to, to maintain this lifestyle. I just skip breakfast and have black coffee, and it, it, it really doesn't take any energy at all. Mm -hmm. And I feel so good in the morning. And these other diets I find to be unsustainable, the extreme sides of the diet, whether that's extreme vegan, extreme carnivore, keto, whatever. It's, I don't know if you can maintain those diets for years and no. years and still have the quality of like social life. If I go see my mom back in West Texas and she cooks a meal for me, it, oh man, I eat Yeah, that. of course. There's yeah, of course. no <laughs> way. I'm going to walk yeah. in there and be like, I'm keto. So I'm sorry, please, mom. Like, no, no mashed potatoes. Food. <laughs> that's just straight disrespectful like to me, the number one thing is like family friends community connection and a lot of that's done around food um and i don't i'm not saying go eat pizza all the time but like dude i don't want a diet lifestyle that's going to restrict me from yeah. having those connections mm -hmm. especially when somebody cooks for me it just it means a lot i want to be able to indulge and yeah. so by, fa you, by fasting i i can do that yeah can you tell me a little bit about like your fasting hours and like what you eat before and after? Yeah. So I usually finish my last meal of the day around eight or nine o'clock, eight or 9 PM. And then I don't eat the next day until 12 or one. Okay. So I fast so overnight. You're skipping breakfast. That's it. You're just skipping breakfast. You just yeah. have black coffee. And if you can get a fasted workout in great, if that doesn't fit your schedule, that's fine too. And when I'm talking to guys about fasting, I'm like, look, start slow. Go from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. 
run that for a few weeks, see how you feel, and then mm-hmm. go 8 p.m. to 10 a.m., mm-hmm. and then go to 12, and then just experiment with that and take it slow. And for most people, it's a total game changer. And mm-hmm. I also found that as I got deeper into this intermittent fasting thing, I naturally started gravitating towards more nutrient-dense foods. Yep. Without effort. It's weird. Like, yeah. I just stopped. It's just going to fill you up. Yeah. It's like yeah. I stopped craving potato chips and I started being like, man, breakfast today is going to be like eggs and avocado and steak. And I, yes. I don't know why my body's just, let's get the most nutrient dense thing in this guy as we possibly hmm. can. That's interesting. I, and also making sure you're drinking water during the, while you're fasting, please do not, okay. not drink anything. Kevin, I think we've said it all, man. I, I can't think of anything else that we need to say, man. Anything else you want to throw out there? We didn't get to talk about sports. You got any sports teams that you like? I used to watch a lot of sports and now I'm, I, I just participate in so many sports that I don't have yeah. time to, to keep up. Uh, what are you playing now? Be, now I do foil surfing. So it's like the surfing where you're above the top of the water and you have oh, a high foil seen that. underneath. Yeah. So That's I do cool. that wing foiling, pickleball, snowboard, surf. I did jujitsu for 10 years, but now I'm at the point nice. where I don't want to get my neck pulled yeah. out of place anymore yeah i think that's very that's very very fair a buddy of mine he's uh he's a director of pharmacy in a hospital in virginia he's probably his mid 40s late 40s he he still does jujitsu every 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 couple days he's doing i see it on his instagram he's actually going to be a guest on here to tell me how the hell he still does it i did martial arts for seven years when i was younger and i was done i was like all right i'm no more i don't like touching people so thanks i think it's a great fundamental thing for guys early on to develop discipline and, and calmness. And it's kept me out of so much trouble, just knowing that you have the skills and then, but it does get to a point, especially in jujitsu where it's like the, the whole point of the sport is to pull stuff out of place oh, and God. get your ligaments stretched to a point oh. where you have to tap out. And yep. so I was, Can't rolling do that anymore. I was 35 and it's just a shoulder was hurting in my neck and respect <laughs> to anybody who does it in their forties yep. and fifties. But for me, it's, I have the skills. I'm yeah. good. I'm, I'm going to take my yeah. off the table. Pickleball looks like fun. I have the, I bought a paddles and I want to try to play pickleball. Is this, you think it's something that me and my wife can play together? Dude, hundred yeah. percent. You can go out there and have fun on day one and you will progress to a point where you're kicking ass all over the place. Okay. And for me, I'm a very competitive person and Same. snowboarding. It doesn't satisfy that competitive need. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so pickleball is a sport that I can go almost as hard as I want to go. And not totally hurt myself because, dude, I'm not playing flag football. I'm not going to yeah. be in a hockey league. I, yeah, I don't want to get hurt. Pickleball is not like totally injury. Like you can't get hurt. You can get hurt, but it's just less likely. Yeah, and you, you have to really try. Team. Yeah. <laughs> and you said you went to UT Austin. Yeah, I was in the business school at UT. Oh, sorry to hear that, man. My wife is uh, one of those boomer sooners. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It was an expensive piece of paper. Yeah, it's all it's exact. <laughs> For me, it was expensive. Uh, true, yeah. Because yeah. I got to the end of my journey and my degree was in management information systems. And they're like, hey, you're going to go do computer programming and, and manage nerds and stuff. And yeah. I, I got to that fourth year and I'm like, I nope. started interviewing for jobs. I'm like, dude. I made a mistake, man. I, <laughs> I was choosing my career when I was 19 years old based on the average starting salary. And that's yep. that was the wrong move. And so yep. when I got out of college, I went totally broke trying to pursue my next career when eventually it took off. Um, yeah, it's never too late, man. Never too late. Kevin Young, 
Facet Athlete at the Kevin C. Young. And I think the company is at Facet Athlete. Is that correct? Yeah, it's at Facet Athlete Co. on Instagram. Or you, you can just search it on Amazon. Search Facet Athlete. Go FacetAthlete.com. Yeah, available here at Stonebriar Pharmacy. We deliver for free. Give us a shout. We're, I think I need to re-up and order more from you guys, Kevin. So I got to remember to do that when I get back to work. Let's do it. All right, buddy. I appreciate you, man. All right, brother. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, consider giving us a five-star review anywhere that you get your episodes. Follow us at Sports Pharmacy Pod, as well as me, your host, at Dr. Mixalot. Join our Discord server for more interactions with me and fellow listeners. As always, stay well, stay hydrated, and I will catch you next time.